Welcome to Those Two Chicks with a podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Emma. We're in a basement. I got the Basement, 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 I don't know. Um, so this is different. Yeah, it's our new temporary mm-hmm. location. This is our temporary home. Mm-hmm. And I think we're thriving. Yeah. So how have you been? Um, great. My sister came. Yay. Um, she's gone now. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's like, Jordan's visit. coming over tomorrow. I'm fucking yeah, she, out. I'm gone. She's supposed to leave today, but she's like, Jordan, no. And she's like, oh, I hate that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Good. Um, we are we're in a basement. Um, in a basement. We're figuring Emma things moved. out. Yeah. And that's about it for my life. What about that's you? good. Um, kids started school. Yes. Lincoln, not the biggest fan. Lila, loving it. I feel um, like she would love school. She, but I'm sure in a few weeks she's gonna be like, I want to stay home with you. So yeah. that's just the way it is. Um, her backpack is as big as her body, so it's really cute to watch her try to walk with it, because she's like, heavy! I'm like, well, let me carry it. She's like, oh! So, whatever. She's very independent. Um, I don't know. What else happened? I've just been working, and also, like, living my best life. Because I've only been working on the weekends, and I only have to work, like, four hours. So it's not even, like, my whole day. Mm-hmm. And then I get to come home and be with my kids all the time. It's actually really awesome. That I'm like loving really nice my schedule right now. I love that for you, actually. Thank you. Um, so my TikTok has been weird. I have something to show you. Oh, okay. My TikTok has been very weird. And I have been getting a flood. Well, one time, this was weird. For two days, it was all mm-hmm. like the Bama Rush outfits. Oh, my God. Like, if I see I... one more fucking Bama Rush video. I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> how did we get here? And yeah. now, all I've had for the past two weeks mm-hmm. is a contest at the county fair oh. called the Husband Calling oh, Contest. Oh, I fucking love it. Oh. Dude, I fucking love that shit. I love it. It's been so random too, so like I'm trying to like I'll like sometimes be on TikTok while my son's sleeping, like yeah. I'm rocking or whatever, and it's just Gary <laughs> Come get your dinner I love that. Do they win like a big prize for that? I have no idea. Because I'm like, I wouldn't just volunteer. No. I would if there was like I get a cool prize. Yeah, or like a pie. Because I feel like I'd be really good at I it. I would do a lot for pie. <laughs> I I would do a lot for money. <laughs> Or like a fried cheesecake. Ooh. Ooh. The fair's coming up. I've never had fried cheesecake. Um, it's definitely like you can only take two bites and then you're like, oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh my I god. just like cheesecake. Speaking of food like that, I made jalapeno popper dip yesterday. Oh. Fire. Cash money. It's so good. I'll, <laughs> I'll post the recipe. Okay. So good. Corn in it. Check. There's check corn, her, but it's good. Check your Facebook for the recipe. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's act- and it was spicy though. <laughs> I've watched a lot of good shit lately, though. Me too. That I feel like we need to talk about. Yeah, what have you been watching? Okay, so Netflix. Let's start with Netflix. Okay. Um, Down for Love. Haven't heard of it. It's about people in New Zealand who have Down syndrome dating. Okay. So wholesome. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Such a good show. Just a feel-good, amazing show. Okay. Yeah. Next. Mm-hmm. Painkiller. Not a feel-good show. <laughs> it's about the opioid epidemic oh, okay. yeah 
So, which, <laughs> can I tell you something really dumb? Okay. Do you know Oxycontin? Yeah. How do you say it? Oxycontin? It's not. It's it? Oxycontin. Get out. It's Oxycontin. Oh, it's not cotton? It's not Oxycontin. Where did we get that then? I don't know. I feel like everyone I know says Oxycontin. It's so fucking confusing. Because in the show, they'll say Oxycontin, content, and that's like what it's actually called. Because it's a mix of two different drugs, and one's the content. You know what drug I always get wrong when my husband makes fun of me? What? Ibuprofen. What do you say? Ibuprofen? I don't say ibuprofen. Oh! Ibuprofen. I used to. (laughs) Yeah. And now I say ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Well, well, I guess that's correct. Ibuprofen. I say ibuprofen. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, I worked as a medical assistant for a while, could not say any of the fucking shit correctly. I'd be like, are you still on your habanetazine or whatever? That job didn't last long. I quit. I'm like, these works are too hard. I quit. Like, none of the, and none of the people were taking their fucking meds anyway. <laughs> and the doctor would be like, what? <laughs> like, take your fucking medication. <laughs> Jesus. I, I can't. So, anyway. Very sad. Very right. sad. Very interesting. Last episode. The last, like, five minutes of the episode, of the very last episode, fucking kills you. So. Oh. I don't know about that one. That, mm-hmm. that was sad. Um, what else? The Oscar de la Hoya documentary on okay. Max, because it's not oh. HBO anymore. Max. Fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of Degrassi, always. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always. Lucas gets so annoyed. But he also watches it. Oh. And so we'll just, because he, I don't know, I kind of take over the TV in our room. And then mm-hmm. he'll just, like, when there's a cringy moment, we both just go, Aah! at each other. <laughs> So that's fun. I love Degrassi, and I will that's always, awesome. I'll always watch it. What else? There was some, oh the Bray Road Beast, oh. which I will tell you guys about when we do a cryptid episode. Yes, you talked to me about. Yes, that, one. that was on Prime. Okay, very good. And it's from a company who does a lot of like small town cryptids and monsters. So mm-hmm. highly recommend. And then I also have a podcast to shout out. Okay, so they're called the Cryptid Catalog. It's a mom and her son, and the mom tells him a story of a cryptid and the son like has a lot of cute commentary Mm -hmm. my kids absolutely love it if you have kids who are into monsters and cryptids highly recommend that's good i watched other shit but i can't think of it i've only watched one thing i finished season one last night started season two on hulu okay only murders in the building which i told you oh you told me about i have Mm -hmm. not watched it and then i was like oh i should tell my sister and she watched all season one already yeah i'm like well good I have nothing new for you. <laughs> well, I need to try. Okay, so I need to watch that. Yes. Um. Also, Invasion is out again, which is an Apple TV show. Mm-hmm. And the second season is out, which <laughs> it's been years since the first season. But it obviously picked up, like, right after that ended in the story. Oh. And the kid went from being, like, a 9-year-old to, like, a 14-year-old. <laughs> oh. Or, like, which is, like recast at that point like i don't know it was weird because it was all of a sudden he's like a little kid and then he's like it's like talking like this and it's like this doesn't his make, voice cracks this doesn't make sense but okay but yeah. no i really like only murders in the building definitely if you're into murder podcasts it's yeah. what it's about and it's um steve martin martin short love so it's them a together always duo so it's, it's mm-hmm. pretty funny yeah but i really have to watch it, it too so i, like I love it. that is it a different murder every season uh, so far yes oh cool i'm excited Mm-hmm. I definitely need to watch it. Very good. Highly recommend. Highly. Highly. Um, um, that's all I have. That's kind of all I have. I don't know. That, I feel like there's been funny things that have happened that I'm like, I really need to tell Emma about this when we do the podcast. Yeah. But I don't, like, write it down or anything. No. So I don't know. 
but yeah, a lot has happened. Yeah. But like, a lot of the same stuff. So it's like not new yeah. to repeat to you guys, but it's like, huh. I don't know. We're here. I'm busy. I've, does my hair look gray? No. Because I put a lot of dry shampoo in. I have like 50 white hairs, so. That's awesome, though. You know what? I, oh, did I tell you I got my blood work results back? No, wait, go back. My white hair is awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm 25. Listen. <laughs> Many I've heard that that could actually be a vitamin deficiency. I know. So I would look into that. Or your thyroid. I did for both. Oh. They came back fine. <laughs> You're just stressed. Like, just old. Well, my parents both went gray really early. Yeah, so Lucas so. is going, like, pretty gray. Like, mm-hmm. his sides are, like, super gray. I fucking love it, though. I'm into it. All right. Well, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Thank you. I'll look pretty cool, I guess. I think you will. People people spend a lot of money to have hair like that. Right, and I'll get it for free. Literally. Free 99. So, you know what? Discount. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth it. Um, what were you saying? What was I saying? I don't know. I cut you off. I got my blood test back. Yes, that was it. (laughs) I'm all, I'm alive. Oh, good. Um, but my vitamin D3 was low. Oh. Very low. No Mm. wonder I'm depressed. And that's after I've been outside a lot this summer. Actually, yeah. I've, yeah, I was tan. I mean, it's already kind of going. Um, I bet a lot of people have vitamin D. A lot of people have low vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking that, and I'm also trying the magnesium citrate or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people taking it. What was the magnesium for? Is that for anxiety? Anxiety, okay. And sleep. I only took it one time so far, so it really not like... It has like not done anything. Also helps like your joints or something. Yeah, and actually, a uh, I think so. Inflammation, um, mm. and a lot of people are low on magnesium too because okay. it's actually not present in a lot of our foods anymore. That makes sense. The only thing present in our food is death, <laughs> chemicals. So, right, take your vitamins. <laughs> I I do always tell you that. Yeah, take your vitamins. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Because I don't want to be sick a lot, which I already kind of got sick. I had the shits this weekend. <laughs> if anyone wanted to know. Well, we'll for you. Sorry. All you're, right. We're well, not sh- shitting anymore, though. Right? Not really, no. Good for you. Not really. <laughs> it's a <little>. Not really. <laughs> but my stomach never, like, hurt, except for the one time when I was driving and I couldn't shit and I got nauseous. See, that's the worst. Yeah. Do, like, that's I, like, had worse. to throw up so bad, but it's like, if I throw up, I'm shitting my pants. Been there. So then, when I got home, I was shitting and I threw up as oh. I was shitting. See, like, it's Quasimodo that, it's is what that's called. Mm-hmm. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. It's called the Quasimodo. To poop and puke at the same to time? To poop and puke at the same time. You know what? My sister and I just had a conversation about this. Yeah. Because I can't puke without pooping. Like, I have to <laughs> be in a... I know, TMI. Sorry. Guys. Well, I already just said I but just did it. it's called fecal vomiting. Like, there's no, like... Oh, yeah, there was no term, but oh. Urban Dictionary, that's where it's at, so. No matter what, what, like, you puke, you shit. Okay, I shouldn't say that, but I do try do to that. go to a toilet and have a bucket. Because I don't trust my bowels. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. We are, I, I don't trust my bowels. <laughs> would you wear that? Yeah, if I, I make I would. Oh, make it, like, super cute, like, pinks and, like, stars I on it and it shit. <laughs> cool, I love that. I love um, that for you. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Yeah, I do. Okay. Fun facts, fun facts with Emma. Welcome to Fun Facts with Emma. Thank you, it's been so long. I know, I'm your host, Emma, in a basement. In a basement. So That's the fun fact. I have a short one for you. Okay. But it's like, hmm. 
<laughs> brows, brows, brows. Yes. Um, so, it's kind of like a spooky fact. Ooh, I love There's spooky a fact. Way. That's what we should talk about, too. I bought so many pumpkins. Already? Yes. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, so there was a man named Hans Steininger. I love the name Hans. I think that's his last name. Anyway, his name's okay. Hans. Yeah. Who had the longest beard in the world. And wow. it was supposedly over four feet long. <laughs> Hans was said to often roll his beard up into his pocket and out of the way. He put his beard in his Ew, pocket. Ew, pocket beard. <laughs> but when a fire broke out one day, he forgot to tuck his beard away and tripped at the top of the flight of the stairs and he died. <laughs> So he is now known as the man with the beard that killed him. And his beard is now on display at a local museum in Austria. What? That's your fun fact. There they displayed a, it? Yeah. They just spent... And then... But his beard, his beard... So his beard didn't catch on fire. He just died falling down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how no. he died. He didn't it's die from the fire. Funny. I'm not sure he died from the fire. I think he just died because he tripped on his beard. He didn't tuck it. He didn't put it in his pocket. Ew. Imagine how stinky that beard was. Mm, probably. A pocket beard. And what what year was this? Or like I, they didn't times? tell me a year. Well, if it was like two hundred years ago, very stinky. Oh yeah. Because I bet his like pants smelled like butt cheese. <laughs> so then he's got. <laughs> first of all, he probably didn't wash his beard that much anyway, so probably it was probably not. stinky beard plus yeah. butt cheese. I mean, pocket there are cheese. Many pe- so my husband he takes a shower every day, but yeah. he washes his beard. Yes. Every single day. Yes. So his beard does not smell bad. But some people have stinky beards. Because they don't wash them. Yeah. And I find that There's so surprising. There's beard shampoos, beard wax. Yeah. Which when, like, Lucas just chopped off his beard not that mm-hmm. long ago, so he didn't really have one anymore to use it. When he'd use his beard wax, too, with the beard shampoo, oh, mm-hmm. oh, it smells amazing. It smells really good. Take care of your beards, men. I know. I take care of mine. <laughs> so take care of yours. But, yeah, no, Jordan puts all the stuff in. It's like, it yeah. actually smells really good. Yeah. But there are some guys, I'm like, there's... Stinky. There's like lint in your beard. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh, I can't. I can't. And Lucas takes good care of his beard, but like no matter what, like when you're eating something messy, it yeah. gets in the beard and it literally makes me sick. So I'm kind of glad that he just took his beard off. Mm-hmm. He just took it off. <laughs> like Polly Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay. Well, I'm going to show you what I found online. And this is What Did Jordan Find Online? What is it this time? Okay. Which I found a bunch of things recently. Oh. Because it's been, well, not recently. It's been two right. weeks. So are you just saving them so, for her? Yes, I'm trying. <laughs> but it's it's going to be hard because they're not going to be, like, relevant, in relevant anymore. Oop, I, I was watching Conjoined, Conjoined Twins. Oh. Um, that wasn't what my thing was, though. Oh. <laughs> I was just watching. You know when you just watch a show yeah. or movie on TikTok? Yeah. Oh my god, that one's a good one too. I got it. That's that's gonna be next week. I have so many good ones. Okay, so have you seen the video of mm-hmm. the Malaysian flight 370 being teleported by UFOs? No. Okay. That's now this took the internet by storm in the beginning of August. Sure. Wait, middle of August. Okay. And supposedly this was a video that resurfaced. Like someone posted it right after the plane disappeared oh. and it got scrubbed from the internet and then someone found it and reposted it. It's been debunked. Oh. I know. But wouldn't that have been cool? Usually on my old I know. So like, like for a day I was what? like, Wow Because it also would make sense because the government was super sketchy when, when that plane disappeared. Right. The Malaysian government. 
Right. And supposedly, like, they recovered pieces of the plane, but it turned out, like, they, they tracked it, it turned out to not be from the plane. How does mm. a plane crash and, like, there's no debris anywhere? Yeah. How, and, and like, they searched the wrong area for the longest time, and it's, like, mm. casual. How do you just search the wrong area? Like, you did that on purpose. Yeah. Um. That's weird. And then some people but said it wasn't a true, like, alien UFO it was government's testing technology because they've been reverse engineering. It sure. was debunked, though. Cool to think about, but it was debunked. <laughs> so, <laughs> also, you know what I feel like we need to talk about? Hmm. Even though I'm not going to, like, I don't really, like, have a video to show you. Mm-hmm. I could find a million right now. Have you heard about Ruby Frankie from Eight Passengers? Mm-hmm. What the fuck, you guys? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Did you read the article about yep. like what actually happened? Yeah. Because I I was so confused for a second. So backstory, and I've never watched this family before, but a lot oh. of people have. I've never been into like vloggers on YouTube though. No. And and remember when like family vloggers were like super popular? Mm-hmm. So there was this family. They're called the Eight Passengers or whatever the hell. One example of her parenting, her youngest daughter, whose name is Eve, mm-hmm. she posts, and she, like, proudly posts these videos talking about her shitty-ass fucking parenting. Yes. And she's like, well, Eve is grumpy when I wake her up for school, so I didn't wake her up. It's her responsibility to wake up for preschool. She's yeah. four. And then her lunch. Her lunch. So she said it's her, her daughter's responsibility to pack her own lunch for school. Mm-hmm. She was four or right. five, maybe five. Yeah. And the school would call and be like, she doesn't have a lunch. And she'd be like, well, that's her consequence. And she's like, I hope none of the teachers step, no one steps in, yeah. helps her, gets her food. Because she yeah. needs to learn. It's like, she's a child. She's a child. And like that, I feel like that was one of her favorite punishments. Because she would even post a video, like there was a video, um, they were supposed to get their chores done before breakfast. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not giving my kids any food until chores are done. And she like, so her two littlest, even Russell. She would openly talk about how she hated them. Mm-hmm. And so there was another video of him saying, like, I need I need breakfast. Like, I need food. And she's like, you don't need food. And he's like, yeah, I do. Like, I need food. So this has happened for, like, years and years. And she had this, oh, my God, I keep hitting this, business partner. Don't know the name off the top of my head. Is it Jody? I don't know. So I feel like the last name was something like Hildebrand, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, listen, I didn't go deep. This isn't what I was going to talk yeah. about this week. So, um, it was a business partner and they filmed videos together about this like extreme parenting. Mm-hmm. And I guess they filmed a video like two days prior to the incident that got them arrested. So they knew that these kids were like bound. Mm-hmm. The kids were bound with duct tape and with rope. And the boy, it was Russell, because at first it wasn't released if it was Ruby Frankie's own kids or if it was, like, somebody else's kids or what it was. Mm-hmm. It was the boy Russell and the girl Eve yeah. who were bound by duct tape and rope and ema- emaciated. Like, they mm-hmm. were starving. And he broke out. He had deep lacerations from rope. Um, he ran to a neighbor's house and told him, like, I need food and water. I'm like, you know, he was starving. And he's been in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting and yeah. horrible. And what makes it even worse is that Ruby has sisters that are also YouTubers. Yeah. And they they came out from yeah. all this. And one of the sisters is like, so I'll be posting my content, like, again soon. It's like, mm-hmm. that's what she's worried about. So yeah. She starts off the whole video. And then she goes on that they've known for, like, three years. They were yeah. trying everything. It's like, I you were trying so. to get your courage yeah. to help these kids. And it took this little boy to mm-hmm. climb out his window. Yeah. 
it, he probably knew that if he got caught, this would be the worst punishment yeah. ever. He mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. And his own aunts couldn't help him. No. And it's like, that's His sisters. Up. Yeah. His sisters couldn't help him. And that, that pissed me off, too. And I was actually talking to my sister about that last night. Um, because the daughter's name is Sherry. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about, like, what content she posts. I just don't know much about them. Yeah. Um, but she, she's 20. Yeah, she left. She left. And it's like, why wouldn't you... If you're safe and you're away, and and this is hard because I feel like we're almost like victim blaming. Yeah. But in a way, it's also like, why aren't you being held accountable if you knew this was happening? Right. Why didn't you try to help your siblings? Yeah, I don't know her involvement. It sounds like she was trying to help. Yeah. And showed proof and there just wasn't enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking insane to me. It's insane to me. Like, I I don't know. I just Mm -hmm. feel like I would be fighting to get my, I don't know, whatever. And I don't don't mean to sound victim blaming or blah, 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 blah. No. But it's just, like, a lot of this just isn't adding up for me because also, and I don't think the the daughter was involved. I think she helped, you can see in the videos that she helped take care of her little siblings. I just think maybe she had enough of her own trauma and she had to get away and that it is what it is. Yeah. Um, But the dad is not, he he wasn't arrested. Mm -mm. And apparently they were separated. Mm -hmm. But there's enough video to show, like, they had extreme parenting and, and neglect. Like, you can't just... I heard that he's being investigated. Good. Because... And, and he, like, was, like, fighting for custody. He's like, I don't think he should have custody either. No. No, no because obviously he fucking went along with this crazy bitch's mm-hmm. Well, she parenting. took, I think, might have been their oldest son. That she took their, his bed away. Uh, over, like, yeah. a little prank. Yeah. So and sent him... They, they sent him to one of those therapy camps. Yeah. Which are so he problematic. Slept, he slept in a, on a bean bag for seven months, and she yeah. thought that was perfectly okay, and puts a camera in, his in face. their face. And that poor daughter, um, like when she was having her period and everything, she filmed it for the yeah. whole world to see. Oh it's yeah, like, and uh, filming them when one of her daughters wanted to like shave for the first time, mm-hmm. and filmed it, and well, didn't like film her shaving, but filmed her, and you can visibly see these kids are uncomfortable. Right. And there's one video that just fucking killed me, because. Ruby is sitting there with the younger daughter and then Russell. So even maybe not Eve, maybe it was one of her older daughters. She's got six kids. Yeah. Um, but she was saying like, I just gave her the worst tongue lashing that will never be repeated on camera. I was like, why would you admit that on camera? Yeah. And then the little boy is like, okay, well I'm going to go get ready for football. And she like grabs him and Mm -hmm. is about to tell him something. And you can see him turn slowly and like slowly gulp because he's scared of this woman. Mm -hmm. And she, she, I don't know. She's like admitted on camera. She's like, I can't get, I'm so mad right now, but I can't show it because it's on camera. Like, so like, what are you like off camera? Right. Fucked up. And I'm, I mean, I know it's so messed up in its own little way, but like, I'm not a big fan of family vloggers, but no. I'm so glad she documented everything. Yeah, that's because true. Because that's what got her caught. Yeah. People were trying to didn't? report her. Yeah. For, for a, a long, very time. long time. But now it finally caught on. And yeah. It's just sad. The internet, I guess. Those poor kids. Those poor kids. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the hilarious hillbilly heist all right of 1997 i'm ready now you may have seen this depicted in a movie mm. called masterminds yes you like okay. that movie yeah fucking hilarious That's a good movie. it has horrible ratings yeah it's no, got it like didn't... a like a 5.8 or something the like movie that wasn't like reviewed well but i thought it was kind of funny. it was hilarious the fart transplant part <laughs> we still talk about that all the time <laughs> Uh, I'll send like pictures. <laughs> Very star star studded cast. Is that yeah. how you say it? Star studded star. 
I don't know. Zach Galifianakis, mm -hmm. Kristen Wiig, Owen Wilson, Jason Sudeikis, 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 Don't know him. He's <laughs> hilarious. Ted Lasso. Yeah, he's there um, too. and it's just fucking hilarious. But it really isn't like as far fetched as you'd think. Yeah, it really is not. So we're gonna talk about David Gant. Gant, Gant, Gant. Okay, so it, picture it. It's 1997. 1997 in North Carolina. And David Gant is a supervisor for Loomis Fargo and Company. Now, Loomis Fargo is literally Wells Fargo and Loomis. They, they combined. So that, I don't know why I oh. felt like I needed to say that. But thank you. They transport money to banks. Okay. Um, and he's a supervisor. Guess how much he makes an hour? hundred dollars now. An you're joking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just guess. Give me a realistic guess of how much you think he makes an hour. It's 1997. Oh, yeah. 1997. He's a supervisor. And then I'd say $40 an hour. $8 an hour. Oh, in 97? Yeah. <laughs> That's a supervisor. And he works 60 to 80 hours a week. Hmm. I looked up how much that was because I was curious. Yeah, what would that be today? Uh, that, well, I don't know about today. Oh, okay. I just met, like, I was curious what his paychecks would be a week. Like, if you're working 80 hours a week, like, yeah. I was thinking, oh, well, maybe he's still getting a good paycheck. It's, like, only, like, 650 before taxes a week. Right. I guess maybe with 1987. But that's, that's not that but long ago. But that's 80 hours a week, though. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, like, not... working double. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he, have gone up, he was frustrated. He was frustrated. He's like, too. I'm working for this big company, moving all this cash every day, 80 hours a week, and I can't, he can't even get by. Mm. That was in 1997. Imagine if it was in today. Like, I, you know how much meat is? Well, yeah. yeah. I think that's what I was thinking. I thought it'd be more of it, especially for his job. I yeah. was thinking, oh, they A supervisor. Doing... You'd think, I like. That's what I was thinking. You'd you know? being paid well. <laughs> no. No. And he's trained, like, he's training people, and he's doing all this yeah. shit. $8 an hour. No. Which. You know what? I should have looked up what minimum wage was. Hold on. Okay, minimum wage in uh, 1996 was four seventy-five an hour. Okay. So he was making above minimum wage. Yeah. In 1997, it was more like $5 an hour. But, okay. you know. He's talking to his friends at work. Okay. Kelly Campbell. And um, why can't I remember his name now? I told Emma I was going to tell this by memory. You did. I know. Steve Chambers. Owen Wilson. <laughs> Just put in the wow. celebrity names. Wow. <laughs> Kristen Wiig and Owen Wilson. I was about to call him Stephen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's just like, we should rob this bank. We should rob this place. And they're like, okay. <laughs> just like, that's a good idea. And in the movie, Kristen Wiig's character yes. is, like, seducing him. Mm -hmm. Definitely not interested. Yeah. But he's the supervisor. They need to get Zach Galifianakis on board, which is literally what happens, like, in real life. Like, sh they, they got in a romantic relationship, um, David Gant and Kelly Campbell. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, with David Gant's character, it's all pretty Gant whatever. It's all pretty accurate, except his wife isn't crazy, which I find that very depressing because I loved... How his wife was crazy. Can you crazy. imagine the wife when she's watching this? She's like, I never Why did you that. portray me like that? <laughs> she's like, 
I've been crying all day or whatever, you know, <laughs> which actually makes me really sad, but they were very hillbilly. Yeah. Um, but David's just fed up and he wants to start a new life. Mm-hmm. And so he's starting to get with Kelly Campbell. Kelly Campbell has two children that she's worried about taking care of. And she's also married, which it's not how that is. That's not how it is in the movie. She's oh, single with no kids, but she's telling David that she's going to run away with him when they rob this bank, her okay. and her kids. So they hatch the plan. So what's going to happen is David is going to load all the money into a truck. And then he's going to drive to go meet Campbell and Chambers. And then what's going to happen is David is obviously the one who's going to be, like, doing the actual robbing. Well, they they all are. But he's going to be the main suspect is basically how they're playing this off. So he's going to hurry up and run to Mexico, which he's only going to be able to take $50,000 with him, which is the le- the legal amount that you're allowed to cross the border with. Did you know that? No. Me neither, because I'm poor. But like, <laughs> in the movie, I have $5. <laughs> in the movie, he like t- like duct tapes it to him, so no one knows. No, he he could just take that with him. Like that's not how it happened in real life. Okay. Um. So anyway, it's October fourth, and he David is working, and he was actually training somebody. And he's like, you can go home early. Which, like, that guy's probably like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm going to go home. Like, Seriously. That's yeah. wonderful. He didn't even think it was suspicious, obviously. And David gets to work. And what they didn't realize was, you know, they have these armored vehicles because they're moving money. They need it. But also, the shit's heavy. <laughs> so they need a heavy-duty vehicle. So he he's, like, struggling so bad to move all this shit. And they couldn't actually take how much was there. They took most of it. But he couldn't. Like, it was just him. The other two people were gone Mm -hmm. and um there was one big mistake though that he made while robbing he only disabled two of the three cameras (laughs) why fucking they're fucking stupid i'm telling you these people are so stupid so he gets out they drive and he they meet him at a local business across town this is in charlotte north carolina Mm -hmm. they meet him across town and again this money's fucking heavy And they underestimated it. And they were moving the money from this armored vehicle that could handle all that money to their own passenger vehicles. Okay. So they couldn't fit it all. And it was too heavy. So they literally ditched the van with like $2 million still left in it. Almost $3 million. Okay. And they just ditch it. And no one finds it for two days. So there was just a van that was open in Charlotte, North Carolina, a busy city. And could you imagine if he would have just strolled up and, like, found that van? Right, right. And, like, no one would have known. That'd be like us. Literally, I would have taken it. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, if I was, like, the passerby and saw the van before anyone was caught, I would have fucking taken it. Sure, sure. No one would have caught you. No. No. Okay. But they're thinking that this is successful. David runs to Mexico. Mm -hmm. He doesn't run. He flies. Flies to Mexico. And he's living the good life right away. Right. He gets a beautiful resort. He's going snorkeling. He bought three pairs of boots in one day. Because <laughs> he locked them. Three pairs of boots. New boot goofing. Living his best life. <laughs> and it's obvious that it was David who did it. Because right. all the other employees show up in the morning and he's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's been robbed. So where's David? They call his wife. She's like, I didn't know. She didn't know what was going on. He never told her anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he's just living his best life. Now... They made a pact that when they stole all this money, 
they weren't going to spend any of it for a year. Okay. David is obviously living the good life because they already the people already know he fucking did it. Whatever. He's on camera too. Right. Let's not forget he forgot one camera. He's on fucking camera. And the other people though, Steve Chambers, Stephen Chambers, and his wife Shelly, Shella Chambers. They they were not supposed to spend anything, right? Mm-hmm. And neither was Kelly. Right. They were supposed to wire David money, which they were, like, sketchy about. They are like, I'm, well, we'll get to it, you know? Because mm-hmm. they're pretty much fucking him over. Right. Um, well, <clears throat> Kelly did pretty good. So mm-hmm. Kelly, she did buy a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, she bought a new van. Okay. Um, she bought her kids a lot of presents for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she de- she was depositing money into her bank account, which was random. And I don't understand these people's train of thought either because it's like, yeah, but you also work there. So even if you are, like, putting more money in and, like, spending some money, it still looks weird. It does. It look- They're obviously going to watch you for a long time. You worked there. Right. And people at Wells Fargo were saying, like, yeah, Kelly was really sweet to David and they were like, they, like, said I love you and, like, all this shit. So, like, why would you spend any of the fucking money? Right. But she was more casual. Yeah. Than Stephen and Shelly. Oh, Steve, awesome. is it Steve or Stephen? <laughs> I'm t- doing this from memory. Can you tell? I've, I've, uh, did a great job. It was his idea not to spend the money for a year, right? Right. Wow. Well, first thing they do, deposit $20,000 into bank accounts. <laughs> and then they start getting bank accounts all around town and safety deposit boxes. And they keep putting tens of thousands into each of these bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Not suspicious. Oh. Um, what does Ke- what does his wife Shelly do? Mm-hmm. She takes twenty thousand dollars into the bank and exchanges it for a twenty thousand dollar check, which they use to go buy a BMW. Let me tell you guys, they lived in a trailer park, a trailer park, four dollars an hour probably, living in a trailer park, and they have a BMW. They decide, uh, let's buy a mansion on a mountaintop. They buy like a mountaintop mansion. Not only do they buy it, but they decide, mm, let's redecorate in <laughs> Shelly's taste. Okay? Mm. Animal print everywhere. Oh, no. Real animal print. Oh, no. Tiger print going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven, yeah. it's unclear if this was left by the previous owners or if he purchased it, but he was bragging to all his new rich friends who lived on the mountaintop with him. He has a velvet painting of Elvis. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, but do you want to know what they were spending so much money on? Hmm. You really want to know? Yeah. Bags of candy. <laughs> Bags of candy! Um, they're hosting pizza parties every Friday with their rich friends. <laughs> and he literally has duffel bags of cash. Right. Just in the house that people are seeing. Mm-hmm. And so they're starting to report him to the FBI. <laughs> because, like... What the fuck? Yeah. And when asked how they acquired their money, uh-huh. he was telling people he used to play professional football. Oh. But he wouldn't tell them what team. He didn't uh-huh. know the team. He just said someone up north. <laughs> the David is still in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And he's running out of cash. He only took $50,000 with him. And he's living the life. Buying four boots. Staying at luxury hotels. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a little hairy for him. So he keeps calling Chambers. Okay. Steven. Saying, like, you need to wire me more money. Well, Steven's getting annoyed of him now. He wired him $8,000. That's it. Oh. Yeah. And they stole $17 million. So, right. and he's only, he only got, like, that much of it. Kind of lame. Lame. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who did most of the work. Right. So, he's getting annoyed. 
And he's like, you know what? We need to solve this problem by taking out a hit on David. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's going to hire his friend, Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> to go kill him. Right. Now, a hitman. He's not a hitman. He's just a friend of his. Yeah. And and his, his name's McKinney. I don't know what his first name is. <laughs> he's not even named on the article, so it's not my fault. Okay. So he gets to Mexico. Uh-huh. David is disguised, which is just funny to think of. Like, I wonder, like, I could see him, like, trying on wigs and, like, you know, whatever. And the thing is, though, David is just so gosh darn likable that instead of killing him, they become besties. So they're just hanging out on the beach. Like, there's pictures of them just hanging out on the beach. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Who are these people? But... While all this is going down, the FBI was on to Chambers' trail. Mm-hmm. Shelly and Steven weren't being too chill with their money. Mm-hmm. And FBI had already tapped their phones. Okay. So David had called to talk to Steven, and they traced the call, and they figured out where he was in Mexico. So they went to arrest him. Um, and that's basically how they all got caught. The following day after they got David, they arrested Steven, Shelly, and Kelly. Shelly, Kelly, and Steven. Um, And the shitty thing is that actually a lot of their relatives were convicted in this as well because they needed them to sign for deposit boxes. But to be fair, like, wouldn't that be a little sussy if your poor trailer park cousin was like, here, can you sign for this, like, thousands of dollars in a deposit box for me? And I worked at Loomis Fargo that just got robbed. Mm-hmm. So honestly, kind of don't feel that bad for him because yeah, yeah, that's a little suspicious. So David was sentenced to seven and a half years in prison, mm-hmm. and he was released on parole after five. He's just so gosh darn lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chambers was uh, sentenced to eleven years in prison, and he served them before he was released. All the cash from the Loomis Fargo heist was recovered and accounted for, except for two million dollars. Okay. And David never explained where that money went. So, maybe it's hidden somewhere. We don't know. Hmm. Um, <laughs> there's a picture of Zach Hill kissing <laughs> Kristen Wiig on this article. Um, and David, actually, like, he's friends with Zach Galifianakis. Like, they bonded oh, okay. a lot making that movie. Okay. Um, and he couldn't take any of the earnings from being a part of that movie because he helped them write it. Yeah. Like, he was a part of the process. Um, because he owed so much money to the government. <laughs> so he couldn't take any of it. He's working off his debt now as a mm-hmm. construction worker. Don't know where the other people went. They've, they've kept a low profile. Okay. But also I feel like it's kind of lame because he has $2 million he needs to pay back to the government. Yeah. But, like, he only really got 58000 of it. Yeah. You know, like, yes, he took it. But, like, come on. Mm-hmm. The other people took it from him. So right. I think that's kind of lame. Um, he went on to write a book about his life, and it's called The Book of David. That's fine. So, uh, these people are just wild. They're who? They're wild. <laughs> Bags of candy. Yeah, that's fine. Seducing a man to get him to steal your money. Hiring a hitman who becomes besties with him. Right. Um, but that is one of the biggest heists in U.S. history. It is. Yeah. yeah. $17 million, about eight, almost 18 So... Yeah, because I feel like David knew where the money, the two million, I feel like, dude, here it is. Do like, you think me... he knows? I don't think he knows, I don't though. Think he does. I feel like he would have given it 
Because he's just such a nice, likable man. I just well, feel also, like... if like you have the debt, like why wouldn't you be like, right. well, it's over like... here, so I don't have the debt? Because he could have been rich from that movie. Right, rich the movie. The or movie, at least everything. have some money, you mm-hmm. know? Or his book. Like, he can't take any of the earnings from his book either. It goes towards his debt. Right. So, I don't know. I would have just done... I, don't... I wonder if the Chambers will just hit it somewhere, but I don't feel like they would be smart enough. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they left it in a van somewhere. Mm. They dropped it. Maybe, maybe... Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> what if there was five million left in the van? Oh. And someone stumbled so upon it, and that's all they could take because the shit was heavy. There was like, a lot of it. Take two million. Yeah. Maybe and maybe it was us. <laughs> Just kidding. I was one. I was one years year old. <laughs> Emma was. Were you born yet? No. No. Not ninety seven. Yeah. So it wasn't. Maybe it was your mom. It was your mom. Definitely. Are you ready for my true crime? Yeah. Did you like my story? I did. It was very good. Even though I told it from memory and had some facts wrong. It was good. I thought you did a good job from memory. Four boots instead of three. Mine's not from memory. Well, read it it's mostly just me, like, not liking sitting down and, like, writing things out. Oh, I it's mostly, like, I'm going to watch this movie and a documentary and listen to a mm-hmm. podcast and just try to tell you it. I understand. So. I like, to, I like to type. Not me. I but type enough. Yeah. Oh, I enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Not because I have a shitty keyboard now. <laughs> Um, so I have another old time murder case for you. I love. This time it takes place in Scotland. Ooh. And I'm not sure if it's Madeline, Madeline. Well, this makes me feel better because I didn't know if it was Steve or Steven. Yeah. It's, so it's M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E. Hold on. Let me see it. Because I, I couldn't picture that in my mind. M-A-D. Would you say Madeline or Madeline? I think it's still Madeline. Madeline. I think so. Madeline. Madeline. Lucky Charms. Madeline. <laughs> I have to say Lucky Charms to try to get in the mood. Lucky. They're magically delicious. They're, I can't do it. They're magically delicious. Madeline. I would think Madeline. I'm going to go with Madeline. Yeah. Um, so it's Madeline Hamilton Smith. Mm-hmm. And she was born on March 23rd, 1835. Ooh. And Madeline was the first child of James and Janet Smith. And they were Janet. like upper middle class family. Good for them. Mm-hmm. So Madeline wasn't your typical Victorian era gal. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, no. Scandalous? Um, yes, she was. Ooh, my favorite. She was having a secret love affair <gasps> with Pierre, but he went by Emil. <laughs> and um those are very different names le, le avant-garde <laughs> he's french <laughs> but um i'm just gonna call him can i see it yeah you like shut up lean Gale? <laughs> i don't fucking know lean <laughs> so emile okay <laughs> he was originally from um france like i said but he was an mm-hmm. apprentice nursery man in scotland Nursery man. Yeah, they're people that take care of plants or trees. Oh, I was thinking babies. I was like, a man taking care of babies? No, he wasn't. Okay. Um, I just highlighted everything. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Um, oh, I did it again. So, Madeline and Emile were introduced in 18... I have something in my eye. In 1855 Uh by Madeline's Madeline's neighbor. So she was 20? Yeah. Trying to keep track. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mary Perry. 
<laughs> which I think is just hilarious. Mary Peary. Um, who was close to, got close to a meal. Okay. So the two of them would meet late at night at her Ooh. bedroom window, at her bedroom window, <laughs> and they also exchanged, like, super lengthy love letters. Oh. Okay. It was also stated, because I guess we need to know this information, okay. she lost her virginity to a meal. Which Scandy. is quite sweet. Oh All right. So she's doomed. <laughs> Impure. <laughs> um, so they had a passionate, pretty spicy romance. <laughs> um, but deep down, like Madeline knew her parents probably would never accept a meal. Right. Um, because he's a nursery man and she's from the upper middle class. Oh, so that's like a poor man's job. I don't really know, but I, I would assume I feel like they'd be like, ooh, he's a working man. Not back then. <laughs> We're looking at like old money and like yes. that kind of stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's the 1800s. Yes. So, very different time. Okay. Um, however, Madeline's parents had no clue about her little Ooh, affair. No one knew. The best kind. No one knew. So, here's a twist. Does it have to do with Mary Perry? No. Oh. <laughs> Mary Perry! So, her parents found Madeline mm-hmm. a fiancé for her. And his name was William Harper um, Minock. But William was also from the same upper middle class type of family. William. So they were like, I found you a fiance. She's like, oh. It's William. But I have this <laughs> secret affair. Yeah. So Madeline was like, bummer. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So she needs to call for secret affair. Yeah. Because it's kind of becoming a burden. It's like on Degrassi when Sav <laughs> is dating Anya, but he's from a typical... Indian family, and he has to marry someone from his culture, so him and Anya fight a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's basically like episode from season 9, episode 15 of Degrassi. <laughs> Whatever it takes! <laughs> All right. So, anyway, <laughs> she tells Meal to, like, back off, mm-hmm. but return the letters that she wrote him. Like, she wants... Oh, so she's like, she's like, my parents said this, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Okay. Um... Because I think deep down she's like, my parents aren't going to accept a meal, so... She's like, cutting my losses. She's also 20. I'd be like, well, this was fun, but... <laughs> That's kind of how she was. This was fun, but... Bye. Um, Emil was like, no. Bitch. <laughs> no. Um, and instead, he mm-hmm. threatened oh. to use the letters to expose her to her family, <gasps> and then she'd be forced to marry him instead, because, what did we say earlier? She lost her virginity to him. Yucca. And back then... Yeah. Now you're if you not. You did that. Yeah. Like you were worthless. You were forced to marry somebody. Yeah. You were even caught like kissing somebody. Like, yeah. It was that thing. Like, nope. Now you need to marry. Ew, what a shitty guy, though. So he was like, mm-mm. I'm gonna <laughs> keep him. And Madeline, Madeline was like, fine. So she left and went to the drugstore and ordered and ordered arsenic. Oh my and she god. Signed off as M H Smith. So. Those are her initials. Oh, classic. my God. A few weeks later, on March 23rd, 1857, which also happens to be Madeline's birthday, um, Emil is found dead. Emil is dead. Oh! He's dead, okay? What? From arsenic poisoning. Emil is dead. He's dead. He's dead. However, police discovered the numerous letters from Madeline. In Can I house. ask you a question quick? Who was Mary Perry? The neighbor. That introduced Madeline and oh, to each other. I don't know why I thought she was going to be a bigger part of this. I mean, you were really hung up on Mary Perry. I I was just thinking, does Mary Perry get with Emil? No, no. She knew Emil. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, Madeline. I'm making her a bigger deal than she was to the story. Yes. <laughs> that's literally, you said she, Mary Perry, that's what my brain's hung up on. Yeah, she she will come in later a little bit for the trial, but okay. like, she's not that point. <laughs> 
Okay. You don't know. She, she didn't, didn't do it. <laughs> okay. She 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 didn't know. No. Okay. So. Yeah. Here we go. I'll okay. pick up where I left off. He's dead. You <laughs> found him. I can't get past the sentence. Okay. I'm I keep reading it over I'm and sorry. over again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So they found the letters. Mm-hmm. And then they realized they're from Madeline. So they yeah. went and they arrested her. Oh, right okay. away. Yes. So um, now apparently Emil started writing in a diary. And oh, he talks about being ill after he met Madeline the one day. And he confides to his friends that he believes he's being poisoned. He told Mary Perry, the neighbor, I can't think... This was actually like, wow. Okay. Okay. I can't think why I was so unwell after getting that coffee from her. If she were to poison me, I would forgive her. End quote. Aww. But this comes later. Okay. Now, a postmortem showed an enormous amount of arsenic in his stomach. Enormous? From one coffee? Well, I think she was slowly poisoned. (laughs) So, okay. uh, we actually finish. have a breakdown of evidence oh. from, like, both sides. Cool. Um, so, evidence against Madeline. Okay. Uh, there was a scandal letters. Scandal. They were like, that's there. Yeah. She bought arsenic. <laughs> and signed thing. with her initials. Um, apparently, the morning of Emile's death, Madeline left and traveled alone to her family's summer house. Mm-hmm. And she apparently, last one, she also apparently confided in her fiancé at the time, William. Oh. Um, the wedding was called off. Um... <laughs> But we also have some evidence that was brought up in court against a meal. Oh. So we have the diary, but no one actually witnessed any of the meetings okay. between them. So you have his word only. And he's um, dead. And he's dead. So <laughs> You can write anything kind of, in a diary. It's kind of hard. It's just basically hearsay. Yeah. So he told his friends that he wanted revenge on Madeline, I guess, at one point. Oh. And some say that Emil coached Mary Perry Talk about the poison conversation of, if she poisoned me, I would forgive her. Oh. She said, Mary Perry said this in court, but people are like, did he make you say this? <laughs> in case you Mary were. Perry? Right. Mm. So, the evidence against Madeline wasn't a lot. Okay. So, she did purchase the arsenic. But what weeks. if he signed for the arsenic? He didn't, because she didn't. Uh. M.H. Smith. Okay, but like what if he it. wrote that? Right, but like the drugstore was like Mary, Madeline came <laughs> Mary in. Mary Perry. Madeline came in and she signed it. All right, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'll have to debunk that one. Um, <laughs> she did purchase the arsenic a few weeks before Emil was murdered. Okay. And she has a pretty convincing motive, I guess, of why she would have done it. Well, yeah, um, I would say so. So the jury returned with a verdict of not proven. Oh, so the jury wow. was unconvinced that Madeline was innocent, mm-hmm. but the prosecution had produced ins- insufficient evidence. Yeah. So because, like, you could say, well, clearly having an affair with the love letter, she was in, she was supposed to be engaged to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of, again, it's all hearsay. Yeah. And then if you have the arsenic, doesn't mean a whole lot either because back then it was like on your grocery list. Like yeah. People like if someone bought it now, you'd be like, oh, murder. Yeah. But back then that was so typical. Everyone right. bought arsenic. It was just a common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Emil's diary, him confiding in his friends, and again, even Mary Perry, nothing's physical evidence. Yeah, it's all hearsay. So yeah. we had nothing. Aha. Uh-huh. So we'll talk about the letters. Okay. All of the letters were undated. Hmm. So the only thing they could rely on was the date from the postmark. Okay. Because they were mailed to each other, obviously. Right. Unfortunately, some of these were illegible, so they didn't have evidence of when the, ah. if the affair was recent. 
Oh. So she could have broken off. So people were saying, like, you don't know when I ended this affair. Right. It could have been long before the parents found a fiancé for her. Yeah. No one knows. Ooh, so see. So, after the trial. Okay. And she was let go. Yeah. Um, the scandal was, like, way too much to deal with. Okay. So Madeline left Scotland. Mm-hmm. She eventually married an artist named George Wardle on July 4th, 1861. Okay. They had two ki- kids named Thomas. She was old then, wasn't she? No. No. Not really. Not okay. really. Okay. Um, she had two kids named Thomas and Mary. Mm-hmm. And then after being married for many years, they separated and Madeline moved to New York City and died in 1928 under the name of Lena Wardle Sheehy. 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 Um, what's really interesting about this case, though, okay. is that it's compared a lot to Lizzie Borden case. Oh. So Lizzie Borden's a very popular case, um, yeah. probably one of, mo- one of the most well-known cases. Right. If you're not sure about it, um, she hacked you, people you need to read it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. They have movies, all kinds of stuff. So Lizzie Borden, um, she murdered her dad and her stepmother. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe her name was Abby Borden. And yeah. she she killed him with an axe, mm-hmm. and then got away with it because again there wasn't enough evidence. Mm-hmm. Hands out, everyone's like, dude, she married, she, she, she murdered them, did she it. did it, but there was no evidence. So she, was I mean, like, it is kind of how the justice system works, though. If, yeah. if there's no actual hard proof, then you can't really you can't convict somebody like on hearsay, really. Right, that's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, got, like, you gotta okay. have the physical evidence. Um, the only thing that is a little. Con- confusing for some mm-hmm. people is that there's a nursery run by Lizzie Borden and that she like killed her mother with like and father with like 40 and 41 wax it was like 11 so <laughs> it's a little but you know hopscotch wouldn't be as fun no, <laughs> that's true like, that's true 40 very short game right <laughs> <laughs> um so they said it's just like that how uh-huh. Lizzie was accused lack of evidence so was Madeline so we yeah. really don't know um, but like Lizzie Borden, many people believe that Madeline was, like, was in fact, she should, she should have killed. She killed him. It yeah. happened. She got away with it. Um, but what saved Madeline from prison or even the death penalty was that they just didn't have anything and there were no eyewitnesses. Mm-hmm. So they said that if she, especially back then, they didn't have cameras. Right. So they really, it was just like. Like someone would literally have to see If the neighbor said they saw you, then you yeah. were guilty. Yeah. Which that's not really fair either. That's still here. <laughs> like, that's literally still here. But I guess it made them feel like it was. Yeah. But the thing was they couldn't prove that. Because she, she bought arsenic a few weeks before Emil mm. died. Yeah. So it was like, was it even related? Or did that's she just buy arsenic because everyone did. So do you think she killed him? Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, why? Who else would then? I don't know. You don't just accidentally have a bunch of arsenic in your stomach. That doesn't make it. He thought it was coffee creamer. It's just like powdered creamer. Yeah, he's like, oh. Tastes a little weird today, but I gotta get to work, so. There's like artificial sweetener in arsenic. He's like, what? I didn't have my glasses on this morning. I saw the A, and I was like, okay. This is it. No, that I would think, happen to me. I, I think she killed him. Yeah. I, I think yeah. she was trying to save but herself. But also, I'm, like, kind of proud of her for getting away with it. I mean... Uh, that might say something about me as a person, but... Maybe. He threatened to, like, he show... At, like, I feel like that's, like, he weird. Did. That's, like, that's like the guy who's, like, can, where's my hug? He kind of... Like, that gives me the ick. Yeah. Well, I don't think he should have been murdered. No. But I am but. happy that she got away with it. Because yeah. he was kind of shitty. Yeah. I'm not saying he had to be murdered for it, but, like, yeah, come But, like, he was, he really so... really threatened her. Yeah! To expose that she was impure. Because 
if he's not, no one cared. Yeah. I don't no. care if the guy was. No. <laughs> like, Fuck okay. you. That's how I feel. Yeah. Sorry, Emil. Well, that was a good episode. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um. All right. We'll join us well, next week. Yeah. I'm going to go eat some breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. We got a plan, but then we can eat breakfast. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. A good idea. We got a plan, okay. though. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.